Okay. It is now recording. Boom shakalaka. Hey, yo. Is that your feet or apple cider vinegar? That's the apple cider vinegar you drank. No, it's not my feet. I cleaned them. Told you. That's your upper lip. I don't know, guys. That's your upper lip. Hey, guys. Welcome to our first podcast. This is West in Malaysia. And this is our podcast, Adulting Sucks. So many aspects of adulting sucks. And, uh, yeah. If you if you don't really know us and you're new to just us in general, we're West in Malaysia. <laughs> yeah, like what you want us to say. We... We're married, but... I think we spent our entire adult lives together. Is that something to be proud of? It's just that we've been, that's crazy when you think about it. Let's reflect real quick. Like, All our right. entire adult lives have been together. What do we classify as adult? Um, living on your own and paying your own shit and getting in your own debt. So, I think that's a proper start to a conversation. Like, what is classified as adult? If we are Whenever you're no longer this... dependent on someone else. Like and people depend on you or your your only means of survival. Some people it's eighteen. It's that literal age of being able to vote and your American adult age is eighteen. Some people is eighteen. Us, we were lucky it wasn't eighteen. It was what, twenty three? What? Twenty three, I would say when we were like adults. We moved out on our own. We had a kid. We got our own insurance, our own everything. Had our own cars. I mean, speak for yourself. I was we still did. on my mom's insurance. You was on your mom's insurance. Yeah, until I was 25. You no, got to take advantage of that. No, boy. I got kicked off at 21, so I was no. No, nah, but like classifying, classifying somebody as an adult, I think that's responsibility-wise. But like, That's what I mean. You got, you got your own shit to take care of. Like, that's... Yeah, you could be... You be taking like, care like of your own stuff and not an adult, and vice versa too. That's my thought. No, no, no. If you're taking care of your own stuff and you're not, and you're not depending on somebody else, there's plenty of people that live on their own. But as soon as the first sign of danger or hardship comes, it's like, "Mom, can you help me out?" Dad, you know, is that that's not adulting, bro? You Why gotta, not? You gotta take the hit. You gotta take the hit. No, I. I if, mean, I'm saying it's every time. If every time something happens, someone's bailing you out and you don't know how to push through the hard times, you have yet to really hit that adulting. Like, you got to... Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. And I don't mean you went without getting the latest pair of Jordans. I mean, you only got $7 to your name and you got to make food last the rest of the week. Seven dollars, dude. We w- we was in that predicament before, remember? Making that stretch. And yes. before we- <laughs> I'm in a predicament now. I think I might have fourteen thirty two in my bank. Account. I was vlogging, I was vlogging earlier today. Cause I was gonna um just you know, we said we wanna do a YouTube of just like behind the scenes of our adulting sucks mm-hmm. life. And um, I was vlogging today and I was letting them know like I'ma stop at this <laughs> donut. Was it Dunkin' Donuts? Yeah. I said and I got, I said, I got $4.94 left. Do I really want to stop and get these hash browns? I said, hey, it's oh, real. but I got that I got that uh, refund from Amazon when I returned. You count all of them pennies. I counted. I said, oh, y'all, I'm about to show off. I'm going to get me three bags of them hash browns and the chai tea. 
Listen, I done had... That, like, you gotta make... I said, I'm gonna be good. I'm gonna put $10 in the tank. That's gonna get me to tomorrow because I get paid tomorrow. I was giving all the tea this morning on my vlog. That's something, like, you gotta really make shit stretch. Yeah, you gotta You gotta find that hardship and find a way through it without really depending on somebody else. We found a way through it without depending on each other. So, yeah. that's, like, even though we've been together since what I was... I was I turned 19 two months after we started dating, but... We've been together for that long, since we both were 19, and hell, half more than half of the stuff that we went through, we didn't tell the other person. I mean, we just now got married. What are we, eight months into marriage? Oh, no. After, Wait. Right? I mean, shit, we what did. What month is this, seven? Yeah, so, yeah, so eight, eight, yeah, eight months into marriage, and before then, we would, we'd take shit on our own. We'd just be like, yeah, I got some extra money, or no, I ain't got no extra money. Sometimes we'd be able to help each other out, but majority we took it on our own. And we just made our own money stretch for our half. So I still do that. Uh, Why am I saying this to you? But you know, we both still do that. Yeah. We both still do that because it's just, we've been doing that for eight years. So us being married, it's kind of hard to change what you've gotten settled into. Like, you make sure you have your half for the house. There's got to be a sense of independence too, though. Like, regardless, you like, you, you touched on it too as far as... Not having somebody bail you out all the time. Exactly. So you, you I mean, you don't want to make it seem as if you're depending on that person, even if it is your spouse. Like, and women probably had a, that's probably the toughest thing for y'all to do is to be reflective of that yeah. and just say, oh man, hold up, let me stop doing this. Like, I'm asking him for this, I'm asking him for that. Like, those that don't work. Right, so there are women I still There's don't work. There's that that like, comes into their mind, like I gotta, I gotta do something for me. Yeah, and that happens to men too. Right, they got like I, I mean, hopefully it's not a pride thing with men, but it's um, I mean, hopefully it's not a pride thing with both genders, but it's just like you, that's what you do. You're just like I, I, some the people that know and they don't want to take advantage of next. That's what they do. You like no, I gotta get my, I gotta get this together. I gotta hold my own. So I feel like that. Right there, when you're doing that, when you're trying to make ways to hold your own, and you're not... I mean, parents are there. Thank heaven some parents are there. Uncles, cousins, aunt, whatever. Family's there. Friends are even there. You and your friends look up for each other like no other. So it's just like... you. It's great to have somebody there when times are like really hard and damn, I don't have a place to stay, me and my kids, blah, blah, blah. But whenever you are constantly... When you're 90% trying to make a way by yourself... I feel like that's a that's a good step of adulthood. Yeah. And like I said, a lot of people they get it at eighteen, whenever, you know, they are officially as in the United States considered an adult. Sad part is it happens earlier too. But exactly. That ain't the point but that's is. true, but that's true. And if it does happen earlier, boom. There you so go. that's our thoughts on like how I think we're gonna classify like adults. Like you gotta Defining go through finding adulthood. So what really it's, sucks? Because... Yeah. And that shit sucks. At that point, it sucks. Like, that shit. Everybody want to be grown till you <laughs> get there. You be like, what the hell is this? Yeah, that's Swear. But, yeah, that's... So, that's what our aspects... For our aspects. What the hell? Our, um... Yeah, find that, yo. Find I gotta the find word. the word. You, you tripping. Our, not... Find I can't it. think... Listen, it's pregnancy... I ain't bailing you out. It's pregnancy. <laughs> listen, pregnancy brain is serious. <laughs> Um, I'm not bailing you out. I know. I'm trying to think. What is it? I can't think of the word. Either way, 
Forget that word. But that's <laughs> where... <laughs> yeah, it sucks. So where are we starting at? We are... Um, so today's podcast, let's hop into it, is what you guys voted for on our Facebook page. If you're not liking or following our Facebook page, it's Adulting Sucks on Facebook. Hey, yo, that's Sucks with a feet, Z. Man. With a Z. No, that would be that apple cider vinegar. My, I washed my feet and wore flip-flops. It's not like they were in baby doll shoes. It wasn't me. I don't know. Alyssa would have told me my feet stink when she was waxing me, so I don't want to hear that mess. Ain't nobody need to know all that. Come on, So, I well, Shit, who cares? Um, so, you guys voted, and you guys decided that you wanted the first podcast to be about life after college. And mm. boy, we have had... Like I said, we've been together our entire adult life since we were 19. We've been together. But we have experienced way different lifestyles after college even though we live together so yeah Wes you wanna touch I gotta start I mean we can both start I graduated first I guess uh, yeah you did graduate first you went through a little bit of different uh yeah, my past a little different it's yeah definitely it's a little unique cause not a lot of people were well I guess athletic wise you can touch you can probably hit home for a lot of people. I mean, it's life after college, so I'm gonna touch on everything that happened after college. So what was uh, what? Travel. So we graduated what May, right? Yeah, you graduated May. Graduation we was both May. Did. I said you graduate in May. Oh, like I, was I thought trying you said me. I, was like, I almost said June, thinking about uh, like high, high school. school. Yeah. yeah. But what did I? So graduated in May. You just worked. You did Walgreens, I think. Nah, rewind a little bit. So, no. So first, if y'all didn't know, I played baseball um, in college at Waynesburg. So at that point, nearing graduation, it was talks that I would be drafted. I was scouted. The whole nine, um, you know, talking to organizations. And then not really paying too much attention to it because it's like the dream is coming true. Something that you always wanted to do and you're talking to real major league baseball teams is kind of like surreal. So talking to them up into like while the season is going on, like this is literally after classes this is before games, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So it's it's a completely different, completely different way of living that I wasn't used to. It was like I was a normal college student, and then the end of April hit, and then I remember the call. Like my coach told me, "Yeah, the Royals is coming to practice." I'm like, "What? Who? Where? <laughs> <laughs> like our practice? I don't even know how they found Waynesburg, but right? like anyway, they." came up that day so since that day in april like things changed a little bit for me as a college student um but yeah so fast forward dealing with that stuff during the season practice classes all of that and a girlfriend <laughs> like <laughs> that's a whole nother battle yeah but uh yeah so graduation hit and me being so caught in the moment of finishing my senior year, finishing my last season, I kind of lost track of what I'm going to do for real. Like, this is real talk. Like, I completely lost track of the real world because all of that stuff was happening to me like the last month of college. So 
I did internships my junior year or hit summer hitting into the senior year. I kind of knew I wanted to do something associated with sports if I wasn't playing sports, but the dream was still there to play baseball, and I, it was in my mind that's what I was going to do. So I didn't think about the real, the real world at all, for real. And mm-hmm. graduation date hits, of course you go through the process of enjoying being a college graduate, and I realized I didn't hear from none of these teams yet, and the draft was coming up. So my coach was like, yeah, you know, it's going to happen. And I'm waiting for a call. Obviously, I'm waiting for a call, too. So, But I got to go back home. <laughs> <laughs> so, and now I'm back home. And I'm just sitting there day to day, you know, still playing baseball, just ready for a call. Um, this time you were 21? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're 21. Yeah, 21. So, yeah. Obviously, still at home with my mom, well, parents, um, get back, and the draft comes, nothing happens. So, I'm like, oh, all right, mm-hmm. now what to do? I know I should be playing baseball, I know that's still what I want to do, so I'm chasing it. Uh, so, just got in contact with my coach and a couple different independent leagues around the country. So, where did I travel to first? I didn't even go independent first. That's a lie. So no, I had I thought you did your thing. Um, a couple tryouts with so mm-hmm. the twins. I went to New York for that. Oh yeah, I remember you for a trial went. in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I left there. I had a tryout in here. I yes. had a tryout here for the Rockies. Mm-hmm. I left. Got done with that one. And I think that was the last major league one. Yeah, for the for well, that the year, same, yeah, same that was, was the a, last one for that year, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I got a call in Missouri to go to St. Louis and try out for an independent team. Um, that's kind of like not. Was that before or after California when you left? That was before that. Oh, okay. So I got a trial, a trial to go there. I went to Missouri, St. Louis to try for an independent league team. That's not affiliated with the major league teams. Um, so it's just like their own separate. Yeah. Semi-pro, if you will, if you want to relate that to any other well, I have fun um, thing. But you obviously get, it's professional, you get tried, uh, paid for it. So he went there, that didn't work out, came back, had another trial in Washington, PA, oh, with yeah. the independent team we went there. To that t- I went to that one too, yeah. Um, that didn't work out, and I actually ended up going right back to Washington for another trial with the Royals, mm-hmm. who I was originally scouted by. So this is what six tryouts in a matter I of two months that I experienced. That was two months. Are you oh sure? wow, yeah. The end I feel like it was May, a little bit longer. May and June, when July hit, I was pretty much done with tryouts. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I guess I went to those ones at the end because the draft. Is, yeah, the draft is June, middle of June. Yeah, that's right. So. Dang. Yeah, between that time, like it was grind mode for me, and I was just trying to get noticed and be seen, and that mm-hmm. didn't work out. So it was like, all right, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Like real world here, I got to make money somehow. So of course, I wasn't giving up on my dream. Uh, I started working. Where did I start working first? I thought that was just Walgreens at that time. Cause you didn't, you didn't start with that thing with you and Dooley till I was. A that I started. I was in my, I was in my senior year. 
That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Y'all know if anybody knows me, y'all know my memory is bad. I think you were just doing the but Walgreens because that. Led I think you... that was Walgreens was first. So yeah, I so applied that lets you for go a back job. and forth with baseball without any restrictions. Right. So I applied for a job just that Walgreens to make some money and have some of the money. Really, it was just to put gas in my tank to travel, right. like because right. I knew something else was coming. Um, so that happened. I had got another call though. Did that for the rest of the summer, of course, playing baseball still. But then I got another call about going to play in a winter league in California. Yep. In January. So I got that call probably like August, September. No, school was back, so it was definitely, I would say September. Around that time, I got the call to participate in that winter league. So, of course, I'm down, but I had to get the money for myself to go. So I had to travel. So yeah, fundraise, <laughs> fundraise for that, save money from my that job. Right. Like while still trying to be a boyfriend. <laughs> so Man, up that was at, hard. That was hard time. I'm right still there. driving up to Waynesburg pretty much every, every other week, week. Every weekend, actually, I was. Like, I was. A it wasn't every friend. week. It was like. Well, yeah, because like I had soccer week. and basketball, so um, sometimes my weekends were taken away. Yeah, so it was like every saved. other weekend. Yeah, that's true. So it was a little bit different, but yeah. um. So, yeah, I hit, ended up raising enough money for that, went to California, played mm-hmm. in the Winter League for two months. Um, was it? I thought it was just one month. It was like a month and a half, actually. Yeah, it was. A yeah. little over a I month. Was, yeah, a little under two months. Basketball still had me distracted, thankfully. A little under two months with that. Yeah. Uh, went okay. You had A lot offer. of scouts. I got an offer to play yeah. in. New Mexico. That's what it was. It I wasn't, wasn't going to New but Mexico. But it wasn't the right amount of money to survive and Yeah, play. it was still yeah. independent. It was still independent. It was semi ball. So yeah. I I had to pay my way to get there. I wasn't a fond of going to New Mexico though. Like I don't even I, know what it looked like. I would that Never was my seen. first time my eyes opened up to what they offer people and they expect you to play for them well, that was and live. Different. Yeah, that was different too because it's it's not major league affiliate. I mean, yeah, but you still gotta you want me to play and live here. I still gotta be able to feed myself. You want me to have energy for your game? So like, they, they set yeah. you up with host families too though. That is what like, you So say you that. living with somebody else, which we know that's you, not you what was I not gonna do. Do but I'm not I mean, with other some people. people they would have done it. Right, a lot of people would have done it, but I just knew yeah. I was good enough to not settle for that. So I still came back after that, um, and was like, man, I'm gonna get a trial somewhere else. And I did. I had another trial with the Washington uh, Independent Team, and I came up for that. Came up at that point in time. Um, and tried out there. Mm-hmm. It went really well. And the coach talked to me and was like, hey, I really like you. Uh, but we got an all-star second baseman right now. And I'm like, well, well forget him. Cause right. like, I'm, I'm an all-star I'm the man. too. What you like, mean? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm an all-star too. What you talking about? So that <laughs> didn't happen. And um, yeah, it was Who like. Who told you about your height? Back that to make me some off money. the most. A lot of people did. Like, that it was always my off size. your height. I said, but he jumps like a monkey um, on crack. He'll still catch the ball the same height that a six-footer would. Like, nah, it ain't really had nothing to do with catching the ball. It's just the fact that durability and what is uh, that? like hitting power and all of that stuff. What like is... your body size and frame got a lot to do with it. It's just weird. If you don't I, know baseball, it's, it's And it confusing, still don't make sense to me, you guys. Like I get pissed. just like, is what it is. You're not going to tell me I'm restricted by what you see. You don't know my internal, like what I can do. 
Yeah, that's yeah, different. I was more mad than him. <laughs> I mean, it sucked. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but uh, that's just what it was. Like, I wasn't stopping because somebody else told me that. Like, right. I was still pushing forward. But at that point, I knew I had to make something else happen as well, too. So I started looking for jobs. Um, yeah. Fast forwarded to that summer. Malaysia graduated at that point. She yeah. came back. And this was where it, like, set in, too, because... Malaysia got right out of school and she going to dive into it with her story, but she got out of school and got a job like yeah. pretty quick. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Yo, like, I ain't about to be working at Walgreens. My girl got a real job. Like, I don't know if it was real. I mean, it was real in our eyes. Like, I mean, we that's was true. I, I didn't work. Yeah, real. I didn't work fast food or nothing like that. Yeah, like yeah, that yeah. was real. So yeah. to me, it was like a whole different, whole different, like, it was a pride thing. Like I, right, I gotta oh, make something like shake. Like yeah. I gotta make some money and be able to do something to continue living. But I still want that dream. So oh, absolutely. At that I was time, you're what twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're only twenty two. So that I was time, still so holding yeah. on to that. Heck yeah. Um, I don't think nothing else happened that summer. I don't think I went to any other trials. No. I had a call from somebody else. I forget who you it was. You did have another tryout, um, actually. That was more so just was a scout, though. Like, that was a guy that was, that was just that was out the there trying year. to see me. That was 2012. You had that. No. That Young was something because different. because you wouldn't leave. That, you fast forward into 2-4, baby. Like, slow down. <laughs> yes. Uh, but that, I did have another trial there. That was just a scout that wanted to see me so he can basically be like an agent type thing for Oh, me. okay. But I ain't like how dudes were out. Um, yeah, he was different where I ain't going to say no names and all that because he might still be out there. He got to make a living. And I don't want to mess him he up. He got to make but, a living. <laughs> yeah, he was full of shit. Like, oh, God. Um, but yeah, that happened the that was... summer of 2011. Uh, we got done with that. And I was back to the work ground. Like, I had to try to get a job. So I you was looking. I got a job. My first real different job. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? that um, um, uh, I had applied for uh, AIL, which is American yes. Income Life. And it's a life yes. insurance company where I had got into that with one of my friends up at school. He had mentioned it to me. It was a good way to make a lot of money. And I start seeing the numbers. Like, they make a boatload of money in life insurance for sure. But the time commitment was way too much for me. So I backed out after the testing. Like, I did this state testing. And I failed the first time and was like, all right, yeah, I'm done. Uh, I, yeah, this ain't for me. So I gave that up. Applied for another job that I thought was sports-related. Got into that and and found out that it was like a sales job, like a cold, not really a cold call, but a direct oh, sales, yeah. like a door knock thing. You where we sold promotional stuff everywhere. So like, not only did I really not have money, but we had to drive around everywhere and pay for gas and all of yes. that stuff. Like, oh, I ain't gonna say the company. I'm pretty gosh. sure they ain't in business no more. But they don't need to be, bro. We that had, was the like promo stuff. So like the pirate coupon tickets and like. Um, half off Kennywood stuff, uh, restaurants. Like, if you needed a boost to your business, like, we basically did the footwork and the promotion for y'all, get y'all coupons so that they can get more business. That shit was butt hot (laughs) in the summertime, in a suit and tie, like, slack and dress shirt with tie. And then the people I worked with was crazy. Like, I should have known with the people that was there. 
Yeah, like, it was straight people off the... Oh, man, I ain't even going to make it seem like I'm judging. Bro, that's for real, though. I or being, being, I ain't trying to discriminate or nothing like that, man. But, yeah, I should have knew from the people that was showing up to work with me. Like, like So I quit that on? after, what, two months? Two, I think I quit months. in the middle of the day, too. Like I, I wasn't even done with too. the shift. I, I went drove too. back in my car. I had another dude with me too. Like I was training him. I'm like, yo, come on, we're going. We going back to the office. Like I'm I'm out. We was all the way out in Bridgeville. Yeah, I drove back to the office and was like, Yeah, this ain't for me, yo. Told them I'm done. This is my last day. And I I left. So I went back to Walgreens at that time. Uh worked Walgreens. And then another dude I went to school with, I played baseball with, told me about mortgages. So I had started getting a little bit interested. Like, because I never owned a house. Yeah. Yeah, Never owned a house. Like, I always wanted to own my house. Like, we grew up. We wasn't, like, terrible. But, yeah, Yeah. it was the projects. Like, um, but I started to know a little bit about ownership. And that's when I got a little bit intrigued about mortgages. So I started being a loan officer. Uh, what, the, what was the name of that one? Oh, I don't company? know that one. Don't I know that me. was another one. A, a, e, American Equity. Yeah, that was it. American Equity Mortgage. It was in Green Tree. Look at that. So I started there with cold calling. And after the training, it was going good. Like, I had my own office and everything. Like, I'm feeling like, all right, this is... Adult. That's an adult job right there, bro. Office. Like I had to wear suit daily, like not suit, um, but shirt tie daily. Like I felt like I was a real adult. And then um I really started having to cold call people and that's when it it did it, like for me. Yeah, you were because it was off of leads. So like if you applied for a mortgage, even if it wasn't for through us. We got your name through a database and your information. So I'm calling you and it's like, yeah. yo, this is West. <laughs> Not like that, but <laughs> like, but this no, is yeah. West from American Equity. Like, how you get my number? This is, oh, no, nah, yeah, you can hang up. Like, so they're trying to talk bad to me. I'm like, listen, bro, like, I ain't for all of that. That's- I'm just trying to sell you my mortgage because I think it's a little bit better than what you got. But, uh, yeah. yeah, that ain't work out too well either, for real. It just wasn't for me to sell something that people didn't want. Although they applied for it, they didn't apply for our company, and that wasn't something that I was comfortable with. But college didn't prepare you for that. Um, yeah, it definitely <laughs> didn't. It did. Those all. business Not classes didn't stuff. tell you that. Those yeah. sales marketing classes you had. So they kind of did. Like, the marketing. Yeah. So that's yeah, why yeah, I was yeah. cool with, like, that's selling true. and pitching stuff. But... The whole cold calling, like I wasn't with that. Like no. even if somebody come knocking on your door about uh, selling candy bars and whatnot, like you don't want that. You don't want that. You putting them right back out your door, <laughs> like you're getting them off your step. So that was different for me. Uh, after that, I ended up, I ended up leaving there too. But I had a call while I was there from the Diamondbacks. Arizona Diamondbacks, I still remember this, and that was like the last day where I really gave up. Actually, no, that was the next to the last day where I really gave up the dream. So they had called me. um, This was like an opportunity where they had came across my name and my um, stats from college and accolades and all of that stuff. And he had wanted me to come out to uh, try out for a national team, like a USA 
um, under twenty five team or under twenty yeah under twenty five yeah, team. Yeah, um, So I'm like, yeah, I'm down, and I it was coached by a major league. I forget which one. It was coached by a major league coach and all of this stuff. So it was opportunity, but it was down to where they only had one spot left, and it was only picking one second baseman. It was between me and the guy from California that had played. Uh, I forget what college he went to. It was a D1 school. But we went to that. Um, I didn't get the call. They gave the spot to him. I ended up going into the next spot. Uh, continued working. Left American Equity. Got back to Walgreens. Walgreens comes in in the clutch, yeah, y'all. Man, so like y'all they, know they, after college. You job little, security was there. Right. You need a little penny <laughs> after college. Apparently Walgreens. And then I got back in. I got another call from... The Diamondbacks, again, it was a local scout that wanted me to play. And he wanted me to come out for individual trial, but Malaysia was pregnant. Yeah. And at that time, I'm like, man, do I trial to hear no again or do I just, you know, grow up? And I was like, time to grow up. So I did. Yeah, that was his college. That's just crazy. But um, for mine, I didn't have to go through all of that. I mean... My life after college, like he said, he had a year out before me. My life after college, um, I did get a real job, I guess you could. I worked for PA One Call, you know, call before you dig. <laughs> my degrees in, though, like, what was it? They switched my degree, like, my sophomore year. They switched the name of it. I think it's uh, it was called Digital Forensics now. Finding forensics, you know, on people's cell phones, all that stuff for court cases, all that. So that's what I looked into so I'm just like I've done my internships I've worked in the computer um in our IT department as a work study whenever I was in college for two years so um it's just crazy because I feel like I had some opportunities but I was just like out of my comfort zone so while I was in college I'm a I'm a social butterfly people that know me know that I'm I'm a people person and I kind of um Without intending to do so, I kind of build, built a relationship with uh, my boss at the time. His name was Justin. And then his boss, who was, um, oh God, I can't remember his name. Um, so his boss was like, we want someone to like write code for us and for the school. I hated coding. Oh my gosh. Dr. Wang, that lady. Bless her soul because I'm t- Wang. <laughs> oh, Elizabeth Wang. Let me tell you, I could not stand another Ooh. another day of coding. Like I, she ended up being a sweetheart, but she made coding a living hell for me. Mm, God. And then I had another teacher. I can't remember his name. He was the head of the department too. That's some craziness. But like, I was just like, they were like, we'll send you for training and everything. And that would have that legit right out of college, like before my I even graduated. I had opportunity to do that, but I was just like, I don't want to work in Waynesburg. Like, I barely want to be here. <laughs> like, it's just out of my comfort zone. Sure. He's from Pittsburgh. I'm from McKeesport. It's a smaller city, but, like, we're city kids. Waynesburg is, like, the country of a suburb. Like, it wants to try to be busy, but it's not. But it's not, like, country where there's acres before you see another house situation. So, I was just like, eh, I don't think I want to do that. But at the same time, Wes had an opportunity where he could coach at Waynesburg, too. I was like, but I don't want us to just, like, be here afterwards. Like, this is how far we've gotten. 
lo and behold, though, it would probably would have been something great because we see it as Waynesburg, but both of oh, us had the opportunity to be working in a college mm. to get the benefits of, you know, working at a college. And it's not that big of one, so it's just, uh, it was, when we reflect back, we had some good opportunities. We just were so stuck in what we thought was the right way that we couldn't see that that was probably a building block for something better. So, you know, you guys, if you have that, definitely jump on it. Take advantage of it, for real. I know everybody can relate to that, though. Oh, definitely. Opportunities came up and you was just so stuck in your, not really stuck in your way, but But, just a little bit stuck. Right, it was a little bit uncomfortable. Like, no, I don't think I want to do that. Lo and behold, I could have probably been writing code right now, making 100,000. Ain't that some shit? Top. That's what I get. For real. For real. For real. So um, after I graduated, um, I don't think I had a job for the first month. So I graduated mid-April, mid-May. I don't think I got a job until July. Yeah, so month and a half, I think. Um, and that's when I started working for PA One Call. I just was like looking up anything, like data entry, like anything that had to do with computers. Because I knew one thing. I knew that. I had a degree, a bachelor's degree in computer science. And the only thing that was about to pay for that bachelor's degree was something in computer science. Like It had something to do with computers. I was so determined. I refused to take anything that didn't have to deal with a computer. Because that's what I went to school for. That's, and my motivation is that is what's going to pay for my schooling. Well, pay the loans back. Because I, my grandma was nice enough to pay for some of my schooling while I was in college. So she's lit. She built credit. my credit up. Go Grammy. Love you, low. Uh, so, but yeah. So, if, parents, if you're gonna pay you to help your kids, at least pay the monthly bill while they're in college, and make sure the loans are in their name. That way, you build their credit. I couldn't even pay the monthly bill out of college. So <laughs> what you mean? Gigi, look, Gigi was sending me the checks. Malaysia, here's the refund check. Put that towards this loan. I'm not playing with you. I say yes, ma'am. So, um, uh, coming out of college, I had credit and I got a job that, um, had something to do with computers that it said data entry. I was like, I don't know what that really means in the real world. So let's see. And it happened to be like, I it was in a call center, but it was for calling before you like start digging up your yard to put in your pool or, um, water main breaks, something like that. You have to like, they have to come out and mark the lines where the water main or the gas line or whatever line is underground so you don't hit it. So you call this, it's called 811 if you're in the state of Pennsylvania. And it's called Call Before You Dig. It's called PA, PA1 Call Here, but it's the slogan is Call Before You Dig. And that's what I was doing. So I did that from July. I was with a, um, what's that thing called? When you, uh, temp yeah, temp agency. And they, um, so I was with them in, in November. So at this time, this is July, August comes up. Apparently in August, that's when our child was conceived. <laughs> so um, I didn't know I was pregnant though. August comes up, September comes up. I'm going back to college to hang out with people. It's the homecoming weekend, just partying. October comes up and um, I start feeling a little weird in life. I'm like, what the heck is going on? And so I think the first, it was October 6th, the crazy part that I remember that day. That I found out I was pregnant and I told Wes. So I was like, yeah, this job right here. And now I got a baby coming. Nah, pal. I was making, it wasn't bad for my first job out of college. It was like 11, it was 1150. No, 1193. Why do I remember that? Why do I remember that? 1193 an hour. And then, um, 
once you get hired on after you get with the temp agency and you get hired on full time with them, you start making 12 something an hour. So I was just like, I mean, that'll do for right now, but I know I want to do something more before my child comes. I want to get myself stable on something else. So See, um, that's why I was lit. Walgreens was ten dollars. <laughs> like I feel- <laughs> swear, swear though, but that was like that was Crazy. college. Like I didn't get to go. He had a whole year in shit, a year and a half to to do what he wanted to do. I wanted to go get my master's. Um, the following, like I graduated in May, I wanted to start my master's in um the next school year. What September, August, um, and, and get my master's. That was my thought process, but I ended up getting pregnant instead. <laughs> so I had to finagle my plans a little bit. Um, and they got set back, but you got to make it work. Like the, no one tells you that this, that, you know, things don't keep, well, no, it's not that no one tells you, but you shouldn't expect all your plans to go as planned. You can have a plan and then expect it to fail and always get a backup plan. You know what I mean? That's like something that I learned. Um, when I had to do that, like in the moment as I had to do that. So, um, I, I, you know what? My cousin Jade, Jada, I love you. My cousin Jade, we don't really text that much. And I was at PA one call. It was like, Oh, it's like September. I was, um, at PA one call hating my job and, um, she texted me and she texted me this link about a, a computer desktop or I can't remember the term it was called, but it was like an entry level computer job at Carnegie Mellon university, CMU. I remember Jay texted me and I was like, Oh, thanks. Cause like, cause she knew I was into computers. And, um, so I go ahead and I apply for it, not thinking I'm going to get it. Like in all my computer classes, I always felt like I was the dumbest person. I just never thought I was going to get it. So, they call me back. I get an interview November. Mind you, um, that was my, my, so it was July, August, September. You had to do three months with them. Um, and then you can apply to get hired on at PA1 call, PA1 call as a full-time employee with them, not through my temp agency. So I get hired on and um, I do that. My paperwork goes through. And in November, I get my insurance now because, you know, it takes a month once your paperwork's going. So now I have insurance. We're thinking I'm pregnant. Like three tests said yes. Two tests said no. And they were all taken. Like it wasn't consecutive. It was always messed up. So, yeah, I finally get a doctor's appointment on Wes's birthday, 2011. And we see a little kid kicking like crazy. Happy birthday. And I was like, oh, happy birthday. So it was right, you know, um, at that time, my air was 14 to 16 weeks baked already. So um, crazy part is I go in for my interview and I don't think I'm going to get it. So I don't tell the people at CMU that I'm pregnant yet. You know, I mean, if I'm not going to get it, there's no point in me telling you. So they call me back. They're like, yeah, you got the job, man. We loved your attitude. Da, da, da. Like I said, I'm a people person. And he told me, he said, it's not even about what you knew. It's the fact that you are willing to learn and your attitude, your personality is just perfect for, you know, our work environment. Cause we're not like strict here. We're laid back. We love our jobs. So it was just like perfect matchup, I guess. And so December 14th, I still remember that day too. Cause it's like big moments for me. I'm like, I thought I wasn't going to be any, like do anything with computers the way I wanted to. That PA one call wasn't what I thought it was. And, and 
They didn't have any positions in their IT for me to apply for. And then my cousin Jade sends me that link. Boom. I get hired at my first real IT job. You can say six months after graduating because I graduated in May. It was probably May 14th, which is crazy. But um, yeah, December 14th was my first day. I think it was a Wednesday at a real job for me. And that was that was my life after college. I got with CMU. Um, and then finally in like... There was a girl that worked there too. It was two guys, and and now I was a second girl, Nicole, who I'm still friends with, like through Facebook. I still check, we still check up, you know, posts on each other, and um, I see our kids and everything growing up. And I told her, and I felt comfortable after like getting to know her. Cause she's really cool and laid back. My boss Vince was super cool too, like most chill, laid back boss I think to this day I've ever had. And um, we had Mark there, too, who was really cool and laid back, training for marathons and stuff. It was just awesome there. And I asked her, I was like, well, I'm pregnant, so I don't know how to tell Vince and da-da-da, because he's our boss. And she's like, man, he's going to be fine with it. That made me feel so comfortable there with them. And um, I was able to tell him. That was, like, the end of January, I told him. At that time, I was about, what was that, five months? And I finally popped, because you, you couldn't tell I was pregnant. I finally popped and had a belly, and then I told him. So... That was my life after college. Like, I I just, nothing was, I could never even dream that, that any of that would have happened. That I would be getting a call center job when I told myself, like, I don't want to do anything like that. But I needed to take something just to make some money. Because I didn't want to work in the retail department anymore. Because I did that over the summers previous. Uh, while I was, like, while we had our college breaks. And um, just to see that, like, I got pregnant. Still got a job that had benefits. That had everything. I got my own car in September of 2011. Like, it was mine. I was paying. It was just like, I could never see that that was happening. But, like, I still, I wasn't ready for it, but I was able to ebb and flow with it. Like, that's what I kind of learned after college. That I was able to ebb and flow with what happens and make the best of each opportunity that came up. So, it was just, like, weird. And with Wes, like, I saw him go through his ups and downs and, and he had a dream to do something. And I mean, I had a dream. I'm trying to be like a- Abby off of NCIS, if y'all know who I'm talking about. But it was just like, it was cool that things did not go our way, but we actually still came out pretty damn good. You know, in the end, having a kid, moving out on our own, we got, oh God. Listen, if you ever want to talk about our first apartment, bro, you let us know. Because that, that will change your life. But... That is just like life after college. Don't you can't be so scared, I guess. Because you you can't think of what you can't plan this shit. Like nothing is planned. The real world is not guaranteed to even be remotely what you think it's gonna be. And even if you get the job that you wanted, some stuff in that job might not be what you thought it was gonna be. Or your work environment, the people you're with, you gotta learn to ebb and flow with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is just different. Like, so you going from whether it's high school or college, like right, whether you come straight out of high school to the world, you're going from some type of school to now equating that to an eight hour shift, regardless of where Mm -hmm. that's at. Like, when you think about that and put that into perspective, that's but like nobody really wants to do that. Unless you're working the specific job that you feel passionate about, like yeah, and I think that's why entrepreneurship is taking off so much now. Like because people are passionate people about what they're really doing. Really care about it, and it's open eyes to 
yo, the social media thing really makes it possible. Yeah. I can do whatever I want now, so I'm going to do it. Like, working and that's life shift. after school, too, yeah. And, like, that's big. That's dope. Like, I, I support that the whole time because nobody just wants to be stuck working an a eight-hour job if you don't enjoy it. Like there you go. That sucks. Right. If you're not building yourself up and you're just going yeah, through like every day. Yeah, some type of growth with it. Right. Especially now with technology at our hands and we're seeing people doing their passions. When you see that, you're like, this is one life I got to live. I need to do something I like to do. And then people realize they're not. And then they think they're failing. It's, it's, it's just, that's not, you're not failing, but that should be your motivation to do stuff that you want to do. Once you get out into the real world and you're no longer in school doing your normal math and arithmetics, whatever you want to call it, you should have a focus to want to, to at least to go somewhere. And like for Wes and for myself, it was not the stepping stones we thought it was going to be. It, it, it's just, you can't guarantee that. Like I said, have a plan, but also know that the plan will fail and have a backup plan to keep yourself motivated because if your main plan fails, what are you going to do? If you just sit there and soak and you're, you're reminded of what you don't have or what you didn't accomplish in a certain time frame, like as long as you're alive, you still got time. So don't be too scared, but be cautious. Be real cautious. Yeah, but, but be like cautious you, that you could you could forget. You only get you only get one. Yeah, like that's the thing is you only live once, man. Like so, and I think with, when ladies are talking about with that, be cautious. Like yeah, don't make a move that you're gonna feel. You should never make a move to where you feel like you're gonna be trapped. Right. Like if I gotta make a move and I feel like oh, I don't know if I'm if I'm gonna like this or if I make this move, I'm gonna have to stick it out for X amount of time. Like right. this or that. Like don't do it. Nothing no. should be able to keep you within that box, especially after you get one life, man. Like, there ain't no going back. That time mm-hmm. is moving. So it's like, be, yeah, take go out and take that leap, but be cautious about what you do, too, because right. to that other end of the spectrum is you only get one life. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to make a decision to, uh, on the so other end the of that. That's going, yeah. yeah, waste your time and put you in the... Uh, Behind the eight ball for the yeah. remainder of your life. So, oh my gosh, you just yes. gotta that's be, scary. Yeah, like it, it, it's 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 risk involved for sure, but you just gotta be cautious. And yeah, but if you have a passion, long as your heart is into it, like right. it's all good. Exactly. Like, it if you got a passion, the risk is that's the biggest takeaway. Your heart's into it, man. Do it. Right. Simple as that. Right. Because you'll never regret it. Like all you did was give it a shot, and if it worked out. Obviously, that's great. If it didn't, then you know that you gave that shot and you can never say, that you I wonder if yes. I would have did that. Like, what yes. would happen? Like, nah. It's just... Go after it. Yeah. And take away from... If you if you did go to college, great. If you went to a trade school and, or if you just got certified um, or if you just did high school and you got your GED and you went and you went to a focusing... Or, you know, you went to a field that you're focusing in, carpentry, mechanics cosmetology, whatever, like just know that after that normal schooling of class, 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 that doesn't always prepare you for the real world. But what it does do is it gives you that social environment that you're going to actually need in the real world. Um, Whether you are someone that's an introvert and you work out of your basement, you got to expand your business, right? 
You got to learn how to be social. You have to learn to be social with other people. College, those different types of trade schools that focus on certain things. Um, you know, high school and even in general, we got kids now making money off of their social media while they're in high school. Their YouTube while they're in high school. Like it's still, you still need to pull that environment of you being social, you, um, not necessarily networking, but kind of at the time you're not like really networking in college and high school, but you are building that bond where the people that are in college that were, I were in college with and Wes was in college with, we're still friends with them on Facebook. Heck half of y'all right now are probably supporting our podcast by liking our page, following us, interacting with us. Like all that still comes into play once you get out of college. So remember that like they might not, all the books might not equal up to what the real world is going to say, but that experience you're getting in that social environment, that's, that's definitely going to help you. And you got to carry that with you through any of your great mastermind ideas that you want to try in this adult life. Um, it sucks that it doesn't fail. I mean, that it does fail. It really does. It sucks that you got to keep trying different avenues to get to one spot, but isn't that what builds your character? Isn't that what builds who you are? Gives you a great story. So Life after college is scary. You staged that? No, but I'm just, I'm good. You thought about that. Swear I never. I never even said that sentence before in my life till just now. Yeah, in your head. Swear. Promise. It came You know I can't lie if I say promise. Man. Can't break promises. It's a, mm -mm. it's part of my moral code. You ain't lie. You just stretched. I did. I swear I didn't. Whatever. So yeah. That's, um, anything else you get to reflect on? No, this, uh. It's a good first podcast. It's it was longer close. than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, long as shit. That's because your story you. was so long. My story wasn't long. Not yeah, long. Huh? Shoot. Don't tell you about it. Yours was the same length. The devil lies. I ain't trying to hurt, right. man. Sorry. We going to time that up. But listen, we still have a giveaway for you guys because you supported us even before we put out this first podcast. The giveaway is going to be an AMC gift card. It's enough for two tickets if you want to take a boo. If you want to go by yourself and splurge on all the expensive-ass food that the movies now charges for. Ridiculous. Some Twizzlers is $4 damn dollars. VIP tickets now. Bruh. Yeah, right? You want, you want to take yourself and treat yourself to VIP? Because I love to go to a movie by my damn self. I tell you that much. Um, so, yeah. Selfish. That's what that is. Well, you need your time alone for sanity. Okay. Yeah, in the bathroom. All right. What the hell? Anyways, guys, it. we're going to go ahead and pick the winner for the giveaway. Um, Of course, we filmed this podcast on my phone with the winner. Oh, God. Did you pick it? Or you need me to go look at the, 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 the entries? You don't have... Give me this. Why is it? Jesus. So, we will... Ow. Keep Just give me this. That's not what I need. Sweet Mary. Listen, this is a hold up. Weston, please. What? Shush. Shush. Adulting sucks. Yes. Nah, in the meantime, though, man, like this, the podcast itself is just to be more. This one was a little bit lengthy to give our stories and tell a little bit about after college, but, um, it's going to be a lot of conversation. Like, it's literally just me and Malaysia sitting here talking. Yeah. Y'all get to dive in and see the humor that we had with our conversations. Like, the 
laughs that come behind her conversation, but then the seriousness too. Like if she says some shit that I don't agree with, and vice versa, like we go at each other's neck all the time. So I think this is a way for y'all to like dive into it a little bit and get a taste of what yeah. we actually deal with day in and day out. That's true. Which is each other. And that's a fucking beast. Mm-hmm. I'm here to get on your nerve. I don't know why you thought it was anything different. That's not a good thing. I don't know why you feel like it's a good thing. Like, why is it a good thing? And this is why I don't want sucks. Like, I got to think about somebody I'm going to be with forever, too. Like, not only do I got to make all these decisions, but I got to decide who I'm going to be with for the rest of my life. You better know it. You better what if I make the wrong decision? Well, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> what all if right. I made the wrong so decision? So here goes, we don't want your drive. We want the adulting sucks drives. So I have everyone's name um, here. On this list, guys, we got for our first giveaway, 69, mm, six, 69 entries. So we are going <laughs> to do this. And a couple people, we got about five, one, two, three. I think we have four people that had more than one entry because they shared a Facebook page. They they're liking and following the Facebook page. Um, tweeted, uh, followed us on Twitter as well, um, or they gave us a Twitter shout out. So they have more than one entry. That's how this was going. At um, so, if you're listening to this Facebook page is Adulting Sucks with a Z. Twitter is Adulting Sucks with a Z. PC for podcast. Um, So we are going to have our beloved son, our child, <laughs> pick a number. So Meyer, you are between. Stage. I want you to pick a two number. Two and seventy. Two and seventy. So pick any random number. Well, no, because people have more. In- so that's why I couldn't do it that way. Because people have more than one entry. So then that's me. They get on the- there twice, right? Then I need to write the name on here twice. Hold on, y'all. Let me write the name on here twice for this one. Come on. Yeah. Thinking your number? I'm losing my mind. So it's not between 70 anymore. Okay, let's do that one. I know your sister's in here twice, actually. She shared the page. You're so silly. Oh, yeah. Thinking hard. So our son just lost his tooth. He ripped it out. <laughs> he pulled it out himself, too. He definitely looked like he had pulled. I pulled two out. All right, I'm going to scramble hey, up the names so now old, since man. I added those people in. Hey, what? you look like a hockey player. You were only eight when you lost two years. Nah, I was two. I got my teeth pulled. <laughs> Both front ones. Nah, I was younger than that, I think. Maybe not. No, you were All right, so we're scrambling them up. So if you um, got more than one entry in here, then I just put your name on the list more than one time. And we're going to scramble them up here. And... Names are scrambled. Yep. Scrambled. Did I say scrambled? I don't scrambled. know. Scrambled. 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 You said scrambled. Do, 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 do. Puppy power. 
You know we already have a dog right in the hallway, right? Yeah, we have a dog right in the hallway. Dog right in the hallway. Smack dab in the hallway. Smack dab. Okay. So, yeah, we have... Yes, we have all the multiple entries on here now. One, two. Yep, she got two. She got two. She got three. Okay, get a boo. Uh, yep, they're all on here now. So, actually, um, what we're going to do is I'm just going to go to random.org on your phone. And I'll let Meyer hit the button. Random.org. And I'll give them a number range from two to... Hold on. Two, two. This is why I don't exist. 74. 70, I don't know. Good. Yeah. All right. Minimum is two. Maximum is 74. See that button that says generate? Right there. Yep. Hit generate. And what number is it? 54. Number 54. Who is number 54 on this random name sheet that we have? And that is Tiana Kopalovich. You cheated. <laughs> I swear it is Tiana. You cheated. That's crazy. So T1, that's a gift card to the movies. You and Dan. Tiana's pregnant. How do you know she's going to take Dan? She might she, have a side joint. She don't, she's taking Dan. Shut up. I'm just saying. She might have a little side joint. Good job, T54. Congrats. All right, guys. So that's our podcast. We want to thank you guys so much for listening. And make sure you follow us. Like I said, we have a Facebook, Adulting Sucks with a Z. Twitter, Adulting Sucks with a Z. PC for podcasts. And um, we'll probably do a YouTube soon. I'm not sure. But yeah, share this post. And you can find it on SoundCloud. We'll be on iTunes. And we'll also leave the link on our Facebook for you guys and our Twitter. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you. I appreciate it. And we'll be back soon. Yeah. We out of here. Bye.